And welcome to Pod Leadum. That's Top Model Podcast spelled backwards. I'm Alexander Price, and Miss Tinsley Mortimer asked me to deliver this to y'all. I'm Hannah Jane Ginsburg, and do I get up and leave now? Both <laughs> 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 those are really good, y'all. And I'm J.W. Crump, and is it weird that another empty bed is going to be in your room? <laughs> And we're, of course, talking about Cycle 14, Episode 7, New York Women. Mm, Horrible. (laughs) Yeah. I refer to it as the girl who has mature bones. (laughs) Can I tell you my title that wouldn't work for the show, but that's specific to us? The girl whose days of being kind of right are over. (laughs) What a short-lived story arc on Pod Lita. <laughs> but you know what's a great long-running arc? All of our Anchor.fm sponsors. We got new ones coming in, and today we're highlighting Cheyenne. Cheyenne. Yeah. Cheyenne. You know, there's something so iconic to me about the name Cheyenne is like a Southern pop star name. Yeah. Like, if I ever write a sketch with a Southern singer, I'm like, her name has to be Cheyenne. For me, it's like, that was definitely the name of a character in Coyote Ugly. Right? Don't, don't fact check me, but it was. Yeah. Oh, if it wasn't one of the mains, a, there's a small background character, maybe multiple, <laughs> named Cheyenne. <laughs> All extras are Cheyenne. <laughs> Cannon, oh. done. All See? urban cowboys. <laughs> and it so, works male or female. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Non-binary. Both by anything, any of all. Oh, oh, you know what? Anyone can be Cheyenne. I'm gonna say it. It's the best name. <laughs> so be <laughs> just like Cheyenne and go to Anchor.fm/slash/PodLeadem to become a sponsor today. Oh, <laughs> is that dispatches from previously on? <laughs> New casual language. Ooh. It's not previously anymore because it's last time on Top Model. There's a new port in the island. Of <laughs> you got to pay the last last time import tax. <laughs> My girls were challenged to create some sparks with Nigel Barker playing a shy model. Is that what happened? Because I'm pretty sure that's what they did, but it's not what they were challenged to do. No, 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 no. Uh, but some just plain fizzled out. Isn't that sad? You know how when sparks fizzle? <laughs> also, what Hannah, when you said... What firework narrative is this? <laughs> when you said the girls were challenged, it made me think that it's like, it was a struggle. Not, not they the were girls. Challenged. My girls. My, my girls? girls. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Don't like that. Ooh, we haven't had a good Tyra mother it's metaphor a in a while. And I'm glad she's getting back to what she knows. Wait, Nigel got to be creepy all last episode? He can be creepy again? <laughs> Andre Leon Talley's been here long enough that I don't have to put up a facade anymore. <laughs> I like Delasia's. At the first of the episode, I really like Delasia's. I'm not going to let anyone stand in my way. I'm also not even going to let myself stand in the way because Elijah knows Elijah knows mm-hmm. yes there was a kind of like 
two frame image where it seemed like Elasia got frozen though, because she just was like, hey, <laughs> smile with like two thumbs up and then relaxed. Like, you're not taking a picture, Elasia. Elasia's creating her own NFT. <laughs> I did appreciate her New York winter look of slightly lighter leather jacket, but with the full hat and scarf. This is a person who knows that parts of you yes. get really cold and the rest of you will be boiling hot. Though mm. this hat becomes the eighth contestant this <laughs> because she wears it all the time where sometimes it looks like her hair mm-hmm. because yeah, Alicia's trying like new hair bonding. things. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it almost becomes like a Victorian snood moment mm-hmm. occasionally. Real Ziamara energy. I've got a picture right now. Fantasy cycle. All hats. <laughs> we have had so many hats. Let's let them compete against one another. So we were talking about it. (laughs) We were talking about it. The only thing we really talked about this episode before we let the let the button press record was Krista doing her own last time on. (laughs) Categorizing people in a way that I did not expect. From some of them. And First then also all, erasing someone from existence. They're fr- her friend! Krista has very minimal screen time this episode, but still is by far the most fun person yeah. that we get to spend any time with. Absolutely. When she refers to the group of people that she doesn't like as the people who need each other. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so funny because this cycle and also the show but especially coming up real hard and quick is going to be are you real are you fake this is real this is fake you're being real no you're not you're being fake real fake real fake to call one team team real and not the other team fake but team need each other because the (laughs) fakest thing is needing someone else (laughs) this is this is all true however krista's grouping is like weird on her group Yep. Because she says mm-hmm. the reels are herself, Angeli, Ansley, sure. and Alasia. Also, her I'm arch say nemesis. Ansley got in there. Well, I mean, to be fair, Ansley, Ansley. So Ansley, Ansley is real. Ansley. Well, the real Ansley, Ansley, stand up. <laughs> it's just funny because she she's basically it, it is interesting because she is truly not just listing her friends because she I would say iconically is not friends with Alasia. Mm. And is anyone friends with Ansley? And is friends with Alexandra. We see so much of them talking to each other. But Alexandra just is apparently somehow not a part of this two-sided competition. No! Imagine when Alexandra (laughs) saw that someone was listing two teams and she was on neither team. That is the greatest insult that you can give Alex. Not on a team. We've seen them engage with each other constantly. But I gotta say, we have been generally fans of both Jessica and Raina up to this point. Uh-huh. Ooh, Ooh. Starting, <laughs> starting with this ride and it Raina's weird. tested. <laughs> is it going to be weird to have an empty bed in your room? And I'm sitting there thinking, what are you trying to accomplish with Angelie right now? What does this question actually mean? Well, let's talk about it because Raina is now mm, creating a pattern of passive limo talk. Because yeah. remember the time when straight to Simone's face near inches away, she was like, can you act? Like Raina does this. I don't even know if she 
fully know she's doing it, I don't but she know. loves a passive little... I think she does know. I think from so, too. things that happen later in the episode. Like, there... Wouldn't surprise me. This episode was difficult to watch because I'm going to say it was mm, 81% microaggressions. <laughs> That's generous. <laughs> to give her... I'm not... Because I actually don't believe this is true. But if you want to give her the smallest bit of doubt... Their room seems far emptier. Like they've lost more people from the Raina room than they have from the Krista room. Yeah, but I just don't. I'm like, what answer are you looking for? I have no idea. How are you in? What are you trying to get Angeli to say? And then it's to be all. And if you're going to ask that question, you have to accept whatever answer Angeli gives you. Yeah. But Raina also won't accept Angeli being like, no, it's a competition. So, no, that's not what I meant. I just meant, will it be weird? Well, then your answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess it a won't. very straightforward answer. Angeli answered your question, Raina. So mm-hmm. do not be upset about it. Now, I'll I say agree. this. There is still, despite the fact that my model basic becomes not as fun as any other model basic... There is still a power ranking of asshole within that three-person group. And Hmm. Brenda is still (laughs) the tiara holder of Team Need Each Other for assholery. Well, it seems like Brenda really needs the other two in a way. That maybe the other two two don't necessarily need (laughs) Brenda. Because the show also does Jessica dirty in a cycle for Britney way. She fully got Britney's theme. Freddy's theme! I will say, and this is probably the last compliment I'm going to give Jessica this episode. Yeah. She does a perfect imitation of that Tyra pull-the-clip runway walk. She knows. She also does it every time she goes on a runway. <laughs> Correct. I saw the shooting star. I saw oh, the shooting star, did? Alexander. Yeah, that you were like, oh, is that just always up? Mm-hmm. When we see Angeli, it is fully playing in a loop behind her. Yeah. You are absolutely right. Hell. They're in hell. The digital <laughs> art for, says elevated into the atmosphere, dynamite, and photographs like a dream. Y'all, the font choice has never been more oh. wild. My God. The first and the third fonts are unreadable. <laughs> They're like almost a parody of like, an Aladdin-themed restaurant font. Every letter is long where it shouldn't be and short where it oughtn't be. Well, it's like one of those fonts that you pick out because you like a couple of the letters, but then when you see the whole thing spelled out, you realize some of the letters aren't readable, but you've already real committed, committed. to that prom theme. So you're like, well. <laughs> now, let's, we're, we're going to give a lot, of, uh, a lot of crap. Two team need each other. Mm. Angelie's bored. Yes. Yeah, I was literally Angelie going to say the same decides. Angelie not only stirs shit, but she prepares the shit. Mm. Put, seasons put, it. Put, <laughs> like it. Seasons it. Like, you know, overnight marinates it in something <laughs> to get ready for stirring. You know, it's really stirring. important to mise en place the shit before <laughs> you put it in the pan. If you really want to have a clean working space. And you got to make sure your pan for shit is warm before putting anything in. You don't want the shit to stick to the bottom of the pan. Mm-hmm. You need all that shit ready to serve up on a platter. <laughs> and Angelie's biggest insult to Lobby that is a confusing concept to me is fake confidence. That someone has a fake confidence. I think that's a hard thing to parse out. And I would also, at least Raina, 
seems normally confident. <laughs> yeah, you're in a room with Alexandra, the most confident woman of the world. Well, is anyone in a room with Alex anymore? Yeah. Oh. Who can say if she's on the show? <laughs> also, th- I was like mostly on Angelie's side, even though she's bored, but Raina and Brenda weren't in the bottom. You're you're behaving like they were almost sent home. But that's the thing, is that they just make it so easy for her. Yes. And that's why I think she keeps doing it. Her little prancing around the house, sneaking around. <laughs> <laughs> just entering rooms constantly. There is so funny, though. There is something Three's Company style funny when Raina and Brenda are talking about Angelie. And first of all, not to skip over, Brenda says a nonsense sentence, which is Angelie's going to be being known for the bitch. Well, I don't know what word was misplaced or left out. She has prepositional problems. Mm -hmm. And then Brenda's in the closet, totally talking crap about Angelie. Angelie, Very loudly. Angelie saunters in. And Raina's just like, oh, no, with her. But, like, to Angelique, Brenda can't see her. <laughs> yeah, she's just looking at Angelique going like, yeet. Oi, oi, oi. Whoa, 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 whoa. It is, it is high art to me, though. We cannot <laughs> skip over how dairy full this fridge is because there it is just full of one percent milk and whipped cream ready whipped cream do they have a dairy fridge is there another no. fridge with real food they were and they got really they got really worried that someone's gonna was gonna choke to death during chubby bunny <laughs> got a lot of watery milk <laughs> Maybe these are all contestants who are just worried about bone health. And they're just well, like, well, those bones are very mature. mature. <laughs> gotta brighten those bones. <laughs> Raina does this thing that she will continue to do throughout this episode of being concerned about how angry the black women are. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, Angelie comes across as many things angry is not one of them no no now alicia might because she flails a lot and i'm not saying she would intentionally hit someone bursts of loudness yeah where if i'm trying to be as generous as possible which i'm not exactly because i don't think it's my generosity has been earned in this situation but i could make allowances for alicia has spoken loudly to many people has yelled at many people and it kind of goes from nothing to a hundred yes i wouldn't describe alasia as angry i would maybe describe alasia as someone who turns on a dime gets very Mm. like passionate real quick with something yeah angelie is very controlled in her responses to people always always and does not seem angry seems real happy to be here doesn't like you but never has come across as angry it really comes across like reina brenda are folks that have just never had anyone show dislike to their face yeah and so they're in their minds real popular girl energy yeah they're just like oh well if someone doesn't like me then they have to be bad they have to be yeah, there's a problem with them. Bad. I mean, and maybe this isn't talking heads that we're not seeing. 
But Brenda's not saying that about Ansley, who got very angry at Brenda. Like, I yeah. don't think you can divorce the racial component from this. I agree. I agree. But yeah. I also, to your point, I feel like there is so much that we either aren't seeing or haven't seen. Because this episode, this one episode feels edited completely differently from the other episodes we've seen. Yeah. Like, There's stylistically. so much happening. And according to, like, people say imply that things have been brewing for a long time or there's patterns of behavior that we just have not seen as viewers yeah yeah it it feels like this episode should have been a bit have been built up to like you're Uh saying and it just feels like it spills out all at once a fun thing tyra screen i can see alexandra just hidden behind reyna so there she is she's still here (laughs) oh how nice for Alexandra to still be on the show. I wonder if Alexandra watched this episode and she was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> Good for me. The best look <laughs> is no look. <laughs> they arrive to meet Miss J and and Choquette, and they are late. Oh, oh, get ready for a new subplot for Elasia like she <laughs> needed one. <laughs> Which is everyone always giving Elasia the exact number of minutes she has left and her dismissing it. Well, here's the thing. And this might be too generous of a read for Elasia. And I'm prepared to hear that from both of you. I think Elasia has fully started tuning people out so she won't get into confrontations with them. Perhaps. Because she literally says of the people that she has to share a room with that she has put up a wall between her and them, which makes sense to me after Jessica tries to act. What is Jessica doing when she's like, you know, there's some people I don't get along with. And then just points at Elasia. Like Elasia can't looking see at her. her. Like she's trying to get away with something. I will give you that. Maybe Elasia is literally start tuning people out. But I can't that does forgive. Not change the fa- but that means if you're going to tune out your friendly four minute reminders, you need to put an alarm on your watch or something. Yes, because let me tell you something, listeners. You know what Alexander cannot abide? Mostly in himself, but from other people too. Lateness. Constant lateness. And it's usually like constant, like three minute lateness. Not like, oh, I'm running late and I have this and this is a New York City subway problem. That I get. But this constant like four minutes of just like we're waiting and we all have to wait, which when we get to we all have to wait and we all have to be late. Hate. Hate that energy. I was shocked. I mean, you know, back in days of Top Model, you're... I left her. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I hear what you're saying, Hannah, but we get other talking heads from the Alasia side of the house, the team real. Oh, yeah. Especially Krista, who's like, she's always late. No, I this think is what tuned, this is. I, th- I think the lateness she's tuned is everyone. the base. The lateness is the base and definitely <laughs> exists. Yeah. I think she's also tuning certain people out. <laughs> yeah, gone are the, the days of the, seven alarm bottom, clocks in one room. crunchy, perfectly cooked pie crust is one of lateness. <laughs> I do love, this gives us a great answer cat moment that when they come in, Anne looks at Miss J's watch like, ooh. <laughs> Can we talk about this? Is like one of Ancho Cat's best looks because she's at work. JW, mm-hmm. you're right. I I know why. Yeah. Oh, fun seventeen fact because we're at the seventeen offices. Did you know that Sylvia Plath submitted nearly fifty pieces to seventeen before her first short story and Summer Will Not Come Again was accepted and published in the nineteen fifty issue? Fifty submissions. 
to 17 by Sylvia Plath. You know you're going to get a fun fact, but you just don't expect it to be about Sylvia Plath. <laughs> uh, what person had to quickly change out all the posters of covers to the top model posters so we <laughs> could get this long shot? Because you know Anne isn't hanging those up. Or I'm sorry, Choquette. Because when they ask, when Miss J asks if you know who this is, someone just goes, Choquette. Alasia. <laughs> it was Alasia. Choquette. Have we ever had her referred to by just her last no. name? <laughs> Choquette, comma, Anne. Miss <laughs> J tells the group, like, who is it? Who is late? And they're all like, look well, in. Alasia says right away no, that it's her. They all kind of like. Do their, they cut their eyes one way, and Alicia's like, it's me. Mm-hmm. I don't like to take nighttime showers. And he's like, well, too bad. Stop. Yes. <laughs> right. I do love Miss J with a simple solution to things. They are in the fashion closet. Hey, we, it takes a second to go to the fashion closet, because first <laughs> we have to find out today is all about dressing for your proportion, which is apparently the key to being a model. Hate this. I hate this so much. Yeah, me too. <laughs> See, I don't know, guys. I disagree because I feel like once we get to this, for once, it feels like the teach actually had instruction in some way, shape, or form. It actually had mm. examples. It actually I, talked about specific people. I think Some specific people. Well, they were clearly editing out, not like the mm. whole thing, because there were about 10 things up there, and we only heard three of them. I think the specifics of the lesson are clear cut, which is good. I just am never a fan of, you know, only certain people can wear this and look good. Which is what the result is. It's very of its time. I yeah. think this was a thing for a long time. The how to dress for your particular body was a thing for a very long time. And I think that we have gotten past that a little bit. And you can just kind of wear the more. Now it's into wear what you feel good in. Mm -hmm. That's true. But also in the show, we talk all the time about what looks good on the model in person and in panel and for a And some of this stuff is going to translate to that. That's true. I just have a problem with the end result. Because so when they're talking, they're like, is it long torso? Is it? little bit slender athletic and and some people when it's like you're a little bit slender and we see like yes like angeli and krista and then later when we have to apparently there was a challenge where you had to do the right one and it wasn't about looking good or like the clothes fitting it was about it was about figuring out which type you are yeah are you pear-shaped apple-shaped tortilla chip shape whatever it is (laughs) Ooh, because, crunchy body. Once they I go to the, <laughs> when they go to the fashion closet, <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea that to any that's just her when she likes something. It's her thumbs up. <laughs> it's got a lot more like snatch too. But at the end, Alasia apparently didn't get told what her body shape was. And so she's penalized for or like shamed for it which is ironic because little does angela cat know this is probably the best alicia's ever looked in a challenge also you can't tell alicia you look cute but you did it wrong mm-hmm. you know alicia's gonna take whatever the opposite she was meant to take from that yes <laughs> yes well she did Got it. she was like what i thought i was long torsoed 
And then as she's saying it, and as her breasts are just like boom, 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 <laughs> in this like tight, tight top, which she looks great. But I think also, Anne Choquette compliments Angelie. I thought Angelie looked pretty terrible with that statement necklace. She oh my shows. god, it's the it's biggest just... necklace we've ever seen on the show. <laughs> the biggest, stiffest <laughs> necklace. In ballet flats, too, on top of everything else. Like, I not actually think look. the rest of the outfit, if you can somehow take your mind and get the orange necklace away, which I know is a hard edit. I think the rest of the outfit was cute enough. Sure. I agree. I thought she looked nice. I would also like to point out, we know that the Alexandra erasure is intentional because a challenge about your body type, we didn't include Alexandra at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the show would normally love to do that. Exactly. What does athletic mean? Rushi. We're saying that Raina. Raina. <laughs> if Raina is athletic, what does that mean? Well, my favorite part was that Aunt Choquette said that, like, that was the commonest knowledge, where she was like, athletic girls, like Raina, need to wear this. And we're like, wait, what? I guess it's rectangle. Whoever's rectangle is athletic. (laughs) (laughs) I also love when when Anne's like, ruching, ruching, ruching. Miss J's like, I know you guys don't know what ruching is. Gathers. 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 I was glad he said that, actually, because... Oh, I'm not mad about it. Again, I hear y'all's criticism. I just love any time a teach actually feels like they were being taught. Even (laughs) if the lesson's bad, they were defining words. Indeed. They are told that they get to keep these clothes because, thank God, Alicia needed these clothes so bad. Imagine if you're Brenda, though. You're getting so used to putting clothes on and getting to keep them. Brenda's just like, oh, is this what modeling is? Anytime Great. I try on anything, I just leave it to close. <laughs> Talk about Ugh. a not good Jessica look in a limousine. Ooh. Because y'all. Mm-mm. I still think, and I'm fully aware, come for me, listeners, that I have my model basic blinders on, <laughs> that she's not the worst of this. And I'm not saying Alasia is either. What I'm saying is the peanut gallery of Raina and Brenda are worse with the shushing and the covering ears and all that sarcastic stuff because Jessica says a very not fun sentence. And then Alasia reacts, I think rightfully so. It's in that Alasia may be slightly too elevated for the situation cadence. Mm-hmm. But And then no one, like, this... The level of seriousness should be Angelie and Krista's level, who are just cackling. Oh, yeah. Just eating popcorn. This is so stupid. They love this. But what I this is where I'm going to disagree with you about Jessica not being that bad. It seems like Alasia answers a question in silence. Then Jessica says, don't interrupt me when I'm talking. When mm-hmm. it didn't seem like Jessica was talking because the audio was crisp and clear of Alasia. And that is, we know on this show, the audio is not crisp and clear. Yeah, I thought... At first, Alasia sort of tried to diffuse the situation for about 30 seconds. 30 because seconds. Jessica takes over the Ansley role and tells us what it means to be a mom, which <laughs> is uh, when you're a mom and you have a baby, you care about other people. And Alasia rightly says, but do you? <laughs> <laughs> also, Brenda sees Jessica being an asshole and is like, oh, that's my role. Angelie, you're uneducated. Oh. Well, see, here's what I mean, because even after it happens, and again, Jessica is not being good. This is bad behavior. She stops talking, though. 
because she does as soon as it happens. Brenda sees all this and decides now's the time, which is I don't know. I don't know. I, th- I think the worst part about Jessica, and we're about to talk about how awful Brenda is here. But Jessica instigates this whole thing and then is like, oh, my God, just get me away from this drama. <laughs> A fair and concise point, Anna Jane. <laughs> I wish I had. Sometimes I wish I had this energy. Like, it, it just to come be like, guys, shit, shit, shit. Oh, no. What did I do? <laughs> no, not what did I do? It's, oh, no. Why are you doing this to me? Did I say something terrible and then you reacted to it? Oh, no. Oh, I'm so tired. I hate the drama. <laughs> but Angelie reads Brenda so thoroughly and correctly when Br- she calls Brenda uneducated, ignorant, and rude. Because that is what we have seen of Brenda. And for her to call someone uneducated, uneducated is wild. Y'all, take that out of your vocabulary. That is such a shitty thing to say to anyone. And normally i don't i think it's a silly thing when contestants on the show say the phrase you don't know me because i'm like they've been living with you they probably know you a little bit but this yeah. is a rare time that i'm like brenda you don't know angeli no you've taken no was, time to learn a thing tried about her very hard to not know angeli <laughs> also then this is i did some fun research about angeli's school because I was like, it is so specific for you to say a Red Book Top 150 school. What mm-hmm. a fact that you were ready to pull out. I looked up her school. Their mascot is the Eerie Cats. Is that where the rare comes oh. from? Oh, I don't know, but I just think it's love fun. Love I rare. love the idea that that's just a thing they do at their school. Like, you know, and maybe it's a purely Angelie thing. But I was like, look at at the coincidence it's also cats with a k yeah Yeah. every time brenda thinks she has a devastating comeback it just makes her look worse worse and worse because she calls angelie uneducated which first is a bullshit thing to say Mm -hmm. and that's another racially motivated oh Oh, that is like so clearly clearly. yes angelie pulls out her bona fides brenda says Oh, that's nice. I don't have time to. I don't have time to waste talking to you. Oh yeah, Brenda, you have somewhere to go in this limo that you can't get out of. And then, and my name is Brenda, not bitch. Wow. Okay, <laughs> what a comeback. Also, Brenda says the word bitch constantly. That constantly. is also true. Brenda says that so. Oh, that's another Brenda difference from like the Reinas of the world. Is that like Brenda loves to throw the B word around? loves to toss that around yeah except then back at the house we get more concerned reina mm-hmm. before Raina's we get to that concerned. though angelie gives a i love with angelie like i don't want to say misspeaks that's not right but she words things in a way that, like, be t- yeah i'm smart people would not believe that about me because of the way i am perfect juicy quote (laughs) i love it because i know what you mean angelie Mm -hmm. i know what you're trying to express but also perfect (laughs) just like when she says girls especially females well i loved it because angelie comes in with the energy of i'm just gonna talk to these folks yeah she came in to have an actual conversation a pretty chill one it seems like lays down Mm -hmm. Even though Raina is very concerned that one of these black women might throw a punch. As she files her nails. 
Well, she also says they're so angry and can't control their mouths. Angelie comes in. She joins them. She obviously, mm-hmm. this was in, uh, she planned to do this. It's a, it's a little more of Angelie sneaking around the house. But it wasn't really sneaking, I don't think. She walked sure. in. She's like, what are you talking about? I also loved, I don't care. I'm here now. So let's have the conversation I want to have. <laughs> I mean, yes. I'm fine with that energy. But really seems to set out to be like, you don't know me. You haven't tried. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you some things about me. And before that she can, they're like, well, it really seems like you're talking about Brenda passive aggressively for Jessica to accuse someone else of passive aggression. <laughs> it's just crazy. And then Brenda. Because uh, because she, Brenda, says mm. that this is her room and she's invading her room. Her territory. And then Angeli says, no one owns this house. Leave me alone. Also, Brenda calls her honey in the... She might as well have just said bitch the way she calls her honey. Oh, yeah. <sighs> it's just... It's very hard to watch. I'm sure it was much harder to actually live with. Oh, God. Tyra screen. Psych palette cleanser <laughs> i found it actually pretty adorable when they go ding dong and then the doorbell rings i don't know if that was timed that well in the real moment but that was cute i wish yes. that did, was a great now did anyone else recognize this old looking assistant no. no who was she who is she She is jordan from the third season i want to say of the rachel zoe project oh i thought she was just one of the sabaski crystals girls <laughs> no She's also been on The Hills, The City, Kardashian shows. Yeah. Her name is Jordan Johnson. <laughs> you, you, you know, the show Kardashian. <laughs> and then Tins- Miss, always Miss, Miss, Miss Tinsley Oof. Mortimer asked me to deliver this to you all. And then she literally leaves. It's not like yes. she's a singing telegram. She literally is <laughs> handing a note to them. And Tinsley Mortimer saw the font choices that Tyra has made and said hold my ugly purse because (laughs) well who what producer gave jessica money to say i love her handbag line and i think she's a great designer with no inflection in her voice (laughs) yeah they took jessica aside like jessica you're the one who's gonna know about tinsley purses (laughs) but i don't jessica i don't think you heard us You're going to know about the Tinsley purses. Raina edits the letter live because she leaves out <laughs> some of the worst parts. <laughs> She's like, oh, I'm not going to read it like this. <laughs> hey, girls, I'm launching my latest line of handbags for Samantha Thavasa Samantha by Tinsley Mortimer. I'm previewing my spring collection in the meatpacking district tonight, and I'd love for you to come celebrate with me and my specially invited guest list, Tinsley XOXO. She knows Tyra ain't doing those XOXOs anymore. Specially invited guest list. This is one of the weirdest guests we've ever gotten on this show. This This is wild. This whole challenge is nothing and we've seen challenges like this before they're kind of a top model staple truly never before have they been so nothing so they arrive at the pit underground perhaps (laughs) mr j is still in classic mr j mode though you guys are looking kind of cute right to alexandra's face her first (laughs) appearance in this episode (laughs) 
His hair is flattened out and extra crispy like a grilled cheese sandwich. And some real southern church tie vibes going on. And he tells them that the movers and the shakers from the fashion industry are here tonight. Like he's the fucking blob. I would would love if Elijah You don't know that reference, JW. It's a musical theater. I would love it if Elijah had walked in and been like, so are you a mover or a shaker? I would have loved if Felicia talked to someone. Oh. <laughs> the fact that the Jays have to be like, don't talk to us. That's my Question. energy. Were they given these outfits too? Because yes. these, right? Yes. Okay. I need to talk about my favorite subplot of the of this episode that doesn't get talked about because this contestant gets the least screen time this side of Alexandra. What is happening with Ansley's hair? Is she got told to make it spiky, and this is her solution. It just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. It looks like it got messed up at a photo shoot, and she hasn't all- been able to solve it. Yeah, and it's been healing ever. They since. put some got to be glue in her hair, and she hasn't figured out the right shampoo. I thought you were going to talk about the subplot that Brenda is used to fancy parties. Oh, but- Uppity party. Uppity she says uppity. Yeah. Uppity. She also Does says, she think that's a good thing? She says my backup quote, which I didn't want to quote, quote Brenda, but, <laughs> oh, you've been to Dallas. I love Dallas. Also, can we say something? Perfect small talk. Yes. <laughs> we know that Brenda is lying about such uppity parties. Because when she won that fancy dress, she said she had nowhere to wear it to. I was going to say the same thing. I was like, Brenda, uppity parties are not. You have to be consistent. (laughs) (laughs) This would have been a great place to wear that dress. Also, these are not top industry people. These are not the movers and the shakers. Because it looks like all the assistants are at this party. Which, hey, an assistant party, great place to go to. but Fine, but not the top not- industry party. And ahem, Jordan's back. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. This is fascinating. <laughs> so before we get into this, before we get into this, here's some background information on Tinsley Mortimer. Because I did, had no fucking clue who she was. I thought she was a I made bet up it's name. all great. She seems great. Uh Someone you'd really want to spend time with. (laughs) My only reference for Tinsley Mortimer was in the other two where Helene York says she pretends to be Tinsley Mortimer to get onto a red carpet. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Tinsley Mortimer considers herself a true blue blood. She met Robert Livingston Topper Mortimer at Lawrenceville boarding school and eloped when they were both 18. However, Their parents forced them to annul their marriage. And then on May 4th, 2002, they remarried in Richmond and got divorced in 2010. Now, the reason I bring up Tinsley now, before we get into Jordan and everything, Tinsley had a show called High Society. And I think this episode was a weird backdoor pilot where they Uh, were showing scenes from this party. The failure of the show is credited for her downfall in New York society. And she wrote a novel called Southern Charm in 2013. Is it a Romana Clef? Which follows Minty Davenport. Oh, it is. Great. From South Carolina to New York, where she is the victim of rumors. 
Melvin Port. Cause of death? Rumors. <laughs> I'm tired of these rumors starting. I'm tired of being followed. <laughs> I, Alexander, sometimes your research sounds like you're making it all up like a monologue in an improv scene because it's just so unbelievably stupid. I like these weird facts. Minty, Minty Davenport. Minty, Minty, Minty Davenport. Hey, JW, you're from the South. Have you ever met a Minty? I, I haven't, and I've literally met a Boopsie. So... <laughs> Something that's too far off my my path. Too far off my path. It's... It'll surprise no one that Tinsley Mortimer was a debutante, which says what? a lot about Tinsley Mortimer. That being said, let's talk about what they're summoned to do, <laughs> which is go into a room and compliment Tinsley. Tinsley. Immediately! The power to ask Jessica which of her handbags <laughs> is her favorite is the wildest thing. <laughs> and then Alicia <laughs> says a confessional sentence that rivals how much I love Angelie's confessional sentences when she says, I meet with Miss Tinsley or whatever. <laughs> she is not wrong. No, that is exactly <laughs> the right way to describe this moment. I just love and then alicia goes through this whole thing about you know how some people say they're thinking too much i'm the opposite <laughs> not one thought when i'm talking and you know what alicia you know yourself alicia also it. yes ands when she says louis v because I call louis v he's so cute <laughs> because, because i'm scared to pronounce that last name yep. <laughs> well it's it's weird it's like she heard i think it was ansley who or about coco chanel and she was just like who who runs coke who runs chanel who okay because oh, you yeah. it's well it's lagerfeld okay tinsley i hate that it feels like we were robbed of a moment of ansley walking in and being like tinsley ansley ansley <laughs> ansley 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 tinsley also i'm going out on a Short, short limb here. Brenda definitely watches Project Runway, and that's why she says Michael Coors is her favorite designer. Because I'm going to tell you, Michael Coors doesn't even think Michael Coors is his favorite designer. <laughs> no, Michael Coors is like, I made money. Yeah, yeah I made beige shit. I'm yeah. an American treasure. Here's I have a, spaghetti a towel <laughs> line. <laughs> Here's a spaghetti strap dress. <laughs> <laughs> why did... I know why we didn't see Alexandra. She doesn't exist anymore. No. Mm -hmm. Why did we not see... Krista nor Angelie. Because they did well. The I two, bet they did well. The two best dressed people at this party, you mean? I, yes. I will say, to give Brenda the teentiest bit of credit, I think she had actually a pretty good dress on too. Sure. I loved the color for her. I did not like that it was like wrinkly on purpose. Agreed. Never my thing. But she looked good. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Hannah. That's called Gathers. <laughs> Have you heard of Gathers? <laughs> It is not. <laughs> it's called crepe. The, the fabric is called crepe. Um, gathers. Um, Angelie also got the Loki tipsy. <laughs> Let me tell you about Hannah. You probably know this. Mm -hmm. Did you know that sex on the beach? There is like no recipe for sex on the beach because it's something that people order for the name, have no idea what's in it, and neither do bartenders. Because I had a bartending manual that had how many? Like, over a dozen different recipes for sex on the beach. Back in... God, what year was that? 
aught seven when I was a student at the authentic bartending school. Hold your applause. <laughs> it's always some combination of like vodka, peach something, and cranberry something. I just it, think of it as peach. Yes, you're not wrong. But like yeah. people just ask for it. Well, yeah, it's a fun name. I'm just glad Angelie's having fun. This is the only way to get through this moving, shaking party is to have a good time. And Angela yes. accomplished that. So well, and let me be her. clear. I liked it because uh-huh. she wasn't oh, yeah. drunk, but nope. she was like, yeah, I had two cocktails. Hmm? Sorry. Did you see it was the a open bar? <laughs> did you want me to be Elasia casually looking at the exit door the entire time? <laughs> There's, I need something in this Tinsley Mortimer bag. <laughs> when Tinsley Mortimer calls out Elasia, for playing with her hair and, and then, then immediately does the same <laughs> thing. I lost my mind. <laughs> like the moment that Tinsley wasn't talking, she did the same thing. And I'm like, oh, it, what? Jessica wins and then they break the math of the whole first call out thing. Yep. Because their whole deal, this cycle, if you don't remember, because sometimes I don't. I also Is don't. that the first call out from the previous week gets to join in the challenge win. But so far, they haven't had that moment where the winner was also the first call out. So they're just like very of the moment. Like, I don't mm. know, pick two to make it work. Because it was going to be the winner and a friend and the last week winner. Yes. But it also feels like production is doing this on purpose because of... Just to solidify our rivalries. our three musketeers here. It's always hard to tell what was like, what happened, and then they edited it into this thing and vice versa. Because truly, for all we know, Krista did say Alexandra in this group. But it was like, yeah, but we're basically only talking about Brenda, Raina, and, you know, Jessica. Because, of course, she picks... Brenda and Raina, the the edit has told us that that is team needs each other. So they need each other for this three-person photo shoot. They head to (laughs) back to 17, where they're greeted by unnamed hot photographer and Anne Choquette. And Anne basically says, wear your own clothes. I'm busy. Yeah. (laughs) Anne has no time for them. She says, this is a this is a personal style shoot. So, like, go crazy. And apparently Brenda's personal style is casual Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Someone at some point, because they're always doing that call-out thing where they're like, fresh, young, this. Someone just goes, 17. <laughs> Imagine being at a 17. Imagine being at any other magazine. And someone's like... Vogue, or just like Harper's Bazaar. (laughs) (laughs) Bazaar! Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Something that breaks the world of Top Model. Oh but my also... god. The shenanigans. <laughs> so I guess we know where the confessional room is. <gasps> but apparently everyone, do- well I guess obviously everyone does, but also they could have been spying on this all the time. All the time. What poor placement for a confessional space. It is so funny to see the kind of behind-the-scenes uneditedness of a confessional where you just actually see Raina sit down and launch into whatever she was saying. She was saying 
that Alasia has been picking on Jessica nonstop. Um, uh, that doesn't track with what we've seen. <laughs> it almost feels like Reyna knows that Alasia is outside and is talking, doing this confessional for Alasia's, mm-hmm. like to rile up Alasia. Yeah, a performative confessional, if such a thing yeah. is real. And then when she comes out, and sees Elijah standing there, goes, Ooh, hello. How's it going, lady? <laughs> Are you Anne Choquette? The lady is the funniest shit to me. <laughs> like, so caught, so, so trapped, so clearly discovered. <laughs> but also, to a point that Elijah has herself made many times, just don't talk to Elijah. <laughs> You are clearly trying to make something happen. Yeah. And then this is where all my generosity. <laughs> Out the, the fifth floor window. Yeah. Because the entire time. And I, again, I am so ready to be wrong. Hannah and Alexander have brought up good points. I was still like, oh, Brenda and Rainer are really the bad guys here. Oh, boy, Jessica. This is a terrible, awful, no good, very bad look. When you two are like doing this Imitating. dance on each other, and then Aww. the 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 way you hold your hands and everything, uh, ugh, ugh, very bad. Yeah. All of that happens, but then once Alasia leaves the confessional, it's Alasia. We heard some of the things you were saying, and it's really creeping us out. Creeping us out was such a just a stupid way to word that too. I'm scared and concerned. Yeah, I. It has real sleepover bully energy and real weaponized white woman tears energy oh for sure but that like creeping us out thing is very like we sleep in the same room as you and we don't know what you're gonna do alicia's been sleeping on her bunk ignoring you that's what alicia's gonna do journaling like no one has ever journaled before yeah she you know she has those loose leaf papers Mm -hmm. i have a question that's a little aside for that not to take away from the terrible thing that's happening but i have a real question since so much of this has also been about the fact that they're rooming together can we just not switch rooms yeah what why can't alicia leave it really does seem like they're not allowed to gone are the days when they had to right because I'm like, a lot of this seems like, at least for Elijah's benefit, because Elijah is trapped in there with the three of them. Yeah. Yes. I will say, I don't think Krista wants Elijah in her room either. Well, that's also true. <laughs> because Krista knows that you don't need each other. Krista's <laughs> on team real. <laughs> they correctly guess the Tyra screen. And it's the subway. And Elijah doesn't want to go to the subway because it smells like pee. Correct. And where's the lie? <laughs> There's no lie. So they arrive at Grand Central. If you were to guess, as people who have used the subway plenty of times, which train, which letter, which line, would you have ever, in your wildest dream, thought we'd get a shout out to the S line? I mean, if they need to take one over for a photo shoot, it makes sense. Yeah, they're not using the shuttle at 10 o'clock at night or whenever this photo shoot is. I also appreciated... Mr. J specifying the S train in Manhattan because I lived off the S train in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Right. <laughs> and then Nicole steps off the S train looking so uncomfortable and is introduced is this as Nicole, though. Well, our first ever winner of our petite cycle. As sure. though it's a spin off, though. First ever? 
I think they ever. might have still been planning to try to do that yeah. at this point. Yeah. And but then if, Nicole. All this aside, all this aside, Nicole has had a body snatch. Nicole has had a lobotomy. Nicole <laughs> has a laugh that says, help me. <laughs> <laughs> It's. I rewatched it like five times. I don't use this word a lot. Deranged. <laughs> I've been blasted with smoky shadows. <laughs> <laughs> don't you want to win and be on top? <laughs> You're going to love the colors. <laughs> Just hold on to Mike Ruiz. I, my husband turned to me and goes, did Nicole always sound like this? No. And I'm like, no, that was her whole fucking deal. <gasps> Is this what it means to be easy and breezy? <laughs> I don't ah, like it. Ah, I'm scared. This is where I'm creeped out and concerned. This is the right time to use that language. Yes, correct. But guess what? Today's cover girls are edgier and feistier than ever. So we're going to transform you into New York women. And I was not ready. <laughs> For the level of sheer idiocy that goes into figuring out types of New York women. It's truly like the show knew how overwhelmed we would be by having to discuss everything else. So they just said, hey, Hannah Jane, Alexander, JW. You're all New York women. Gift. Here's a little gift. None of these are problematic, but all of them are dumb as hell. <laughs> We're just going to sneak all these in and see if you notice. <laughs> the energy of Smoky Shadow Blast is a real Pokemon move set energy <laughs> because, number one, we see none of it. In these pictures, there is no smoke, nor blast, nor shadow. And Vincent Okendo has to sell these colors he so does a full ad. Hard. And was no, no Sutan. No. He's trying. But he has but so much copy to get through. All while just shoving a rounded stick onto people's <laughs> eyes. Yeah, are you supposed to put the pencil on your eye like that? Now, Angelie's mostly been the hero of this episode. She straight up ignores what Nicole tells her. Oh, yeah. In a fantastic way. Because she sits down with Nicole. They're talking about the drama in the house. Elijah's there as well. And Nicole... She was like, Nicole, how did you deal with it? Nicole basically says what is true from what I generally remember. Of She just fully stayed, stayed out of, out of it. Mm-hmm. Fully stayed out of it. And then Angelique takes that to be like, got it. Say exactly what I want to say and then leave. And Nicole's <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> that's, not, that's not really. And I just love that Angelique's like, got it. Perfect. Understood. <laughs> Copy that. And then Brenda has heard oh the god. funniest, funniest story. Oh my god. Puts <laughs> says that Angeli said the word bitches, which did not happen in nope. this conversation. Brenda does this all the time. That's what happened with the conversation episodes ago when she added ugly to it. Brenda yeah. just adds worse <laughs> details hear, to things. Do you not hear prepositions and only hear the word bitch? <laughs> Does your brain turn all prepositions into the word bitch? Oh, it's so funny. She told her to stay classy. Oh man, this the start of the use of the and this is also on Jessica. I'm fully admitting that the word the word classy 
gets latched onto. Yeah. Her face Oof. in the interview, Jessica, when she says, there's just some girls in the house who aren't classy at all. Implying, first of all, that Jessica is classy? Mm. Britain, Britney's theme <laughs> d- dares <laughs> to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I will to to shit on Angelie the teentiest tiny bit because I actually love Angelie when she says that. Well, I know how to be a New York City woman. I live in Buffalo, and I'm like Buffalo is not New York City. <laughs> Here, here's the thing, and I want all the listeners New York to know State that. woman Angelie <laughs> Angelie is getting uh is the better person in all the house arguments. Angelie is still a wackadoo about a lot of her opinions. <laughs> I will say, as someone from New Jersey. When you grow up New York adjacent, you do spend a lot of time learning how to be a New York woman. Sure. <laughs> to sneak sure. in to Tinsley uh-huh. parties. But like, but what's but a bridge? Like, what's a tunnel? I don't know. I'm from Manhattan. <laughs> I'm just four hours out of Manhattan. I'm basically there. It's just her whole deal has been Buffalo. She went to Buffalo Community College. She, it's like Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo. That's the sixth borough. <laughs> All I'm saying is you study for them from afar so you can sneak in with them. Sure. I would I would argue that Jersey City is closer to the sixth borough than Buffalo, New York. Yeah, but I didn't grow up in Jersey City, New York. I, I okay. Know, I know. I know <laughs> where you grew up. I visit there. The only per- the person who grew up there is Lisa in Cycle Nine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's start with Krista, who does something that no aspiring actress would ever do. Which is to wear white on the subway. <laughs> yeah, where's a green A-line dress? A white red carpet gown. <laughs> I also want to say the shade of aspiring actress. She's not quite an actress yet. Mm-hmm. But she also is dressed like she's going to an accept an Oscar. <laughs> so correct. At least a daytime Emmy. <laughs> Could you imagine? Also, this is the cleanest subway car. They scrubbed it down. For the non-New Yorkers out there, just so you know, it is rare, and I mean this in a sarcastic way, it is rare to meet someone in New York City who at one point or another was not an aspiring actor, musician, whatever. So we have so many reference points for what that could actually potentially look like, and none of them are gown. But at least she looks gorgeous in this Mm -hmm. would-never-happen gown. Unlike really poor, does. unlike poor Ansley, oh my God. whose artist's wardrobe is pure insanity. Preschool teacher. Yeah, I just. She has a small potted plant on her head. <laughs> Miss Frizzle cosplay. <laughs> also. Look, I need to know what type of artist. <laughs> like, they don't clarify that, and that's that's too general. We know that Top Model doesn't understand artists, though. You remember back with, on the city bus tour artists, mm-hmm. where True. they were just lesbians, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Every time I meet someone who tells me they're an artist now, my first question, oh, are you maybe a lesbian? (laughs) But at least, y'all, at least those are occupations because Alexandra (laughs) gets Upper East Sider. She pulled the Gossip Girl card. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say this, though. I would have preferred a neighborhood. Yes. Agreed. Because then that's that to me is at least the concept of a New York woman. Right. Sure. And at least they don't (laughs) add anything insane onto her neighborhood. Excuse you. Unlike Raina, who gets East Village Rockabilly? Classic New York. Rockabilly? <laughs> and and also, there was a better word for this, which is woman in Soho <laughs> who cuts your hair sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I've met this woman. Woman who you tentatively ask for her weed connection. <laughs> yes. <laughs> New York classics. They, I will say... I do like Raina's hair like this, though. I do like Raina's hair like this. It seems like production is also turned on Jessica because to give her club goer is a real choice. Real choice. I will say, though, that outfit is perfect. Oh, I'm not saying she doesn't look like it. We've seen this outfit on the subway. What every freshman at NYU looked like from Thursday to Sunday. Yes. Jessica was truly the only person who I've seen on the subway. <laughs> truly, though. Like, yeah, I was like, I've I mean, seen this outfit. East Side Rockabilly, or East Village Rockabilly, they don't take the subway. They just stay in the East Village. No, I, I assume there's a secret trolley. Mm. <laughs> They're on the Roosevelt Island funicular. Angeli is fashionista. And she adds later meatpacking. She loves to add meatpacking to her her story. You would think that this is where the insane outfit would come in instead of blazer. Yeah. One of the nicest outfits. Also, this is where I noticed that Angelie's bangs have disappeared. Oh, and, yeah. And they haven't grown out because it's not real hair. So they are now just getting tucked away i wouldn't even be surprised if at some point they got cut maybe but but she watching her model and have such a good time and be so good at what she's doing is purely joyful you clocked it in a previous episode hannah mm-hmm. she likes modeling also i think she knows how good she looks yeah yeah she, she saw the other people she looks gorgeous mm-hmm. on the flip side of that <laughs> Brenda is a French student? A, a, a sailor of a modern <laughs> Titanic? She went to Miss Clavel's school for girls. She is a member of the Riverdale yachting team. <laughs> she is the right age. <laughs> this might have been one of the dumbest outfits they've ever put anyone in. And when she walks in... I just feel like the Mike Ruiz would have been like, all right, well, <laughs> oh, are you the one they hate this cycle? Got it. Agree, agree, agree. Click, 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 click. We're good. <laughs> and lastly, also shady, Alasia, her job is model on a go-see. She gets through her entire shoot. Mr. J is immediately casually cruel and then is surprised to figure out that his words have an effect on people. I feel like crying now. Really? Huh. You just told her there's not a picture to show Tyra. And Although then, he walks that back real quick. Well, he does. We got the shot in the end. You just said you didn't. You didn't. Well, okay. I have a theory about this. I think we got the... the like the midpoint of the shoot or something. Yes. Because mm-hmm. what I think happens is, because it's the shuttle, it's going... They get the length of one way... And then reverse. Mm-hmm. And 
at the that halfway they have to stop because they want the movingness of the subway and not just them in the station so that's when he said i don't have a shot and then on the way back it's like oh we got the shot which is fine but at the same time like since they didn't edit it that way it makes them look so much worse to say we didn't get it you're crying why are you so sad well don't worry we got it in the end but you just said you didn't yeah i will say alicia does have that tired tyra toddler energy yeah like this weird giggling that she's doing like i just also feel bad for her though because at least as dumb as some of the outfits were there was something to be inspired by Mm -hmm, a character to play exactly she literally got what she is essentially but also just jean jacket and the thing is we've said this before i'm sure alasia is a lot to live with yes but i wrote down i think she's got a pure heart i think she's going into this with utmost sincerity yeah i think so too there's something really interesting that i want to put in right now i was going to save it for where are they now but it'd be like too far gone so when i was researching some stuff i found a behind the scenes clip that still exists on youtube of a scene that happened right after this shoot so it's just angelie and jessica um alexandra does walk through it then walks back out of it when she realizes they're talking (laughs) (laughs) even alexandra wanted to edit herself out of the show at this point and it's an interesting clip because two things are true it shows the two of them getting along. It also shows Angelie being lovely. Mm. And it's interesting that they're willing to post that, like, kind of behind the scenes. Because I'm sure this was, like, on the CW.com right. or something and someone ripped it. But basically, both of them were talking about how their shoots went, how they both want to impress Mr. J, how Angelie felt really good about herself. Jessica hadn't seen her final look, so she described it to her. And Jessica also didn't know what the meatpacking district, like, was. So they have this really great conversation. And it also contains an amazing Angelie misspeak where she says it was kind of like the devil meets prada (gasps) oh and i love the prequel the devil meets prada before the (laughs) devil rares prada (laughs) but i mm, yeah and maybe that's that clip and seeing it beforehand has shaded some of my jessica maybe and look again i want to be very clear to the listeners i am aware that total bad racially motivated bad stuff coming from jessica it just feels like we don't see people getting along either. Yes. And so we only see the fights. And it looks like most of the time, and maybe this is just true of all the contestants, they're getting along more often. I don't know. I'm not sure I mean, I'm trying show, to say with it. The show has set up these tribes and yeah. is very invested in us believing exclusively in those tribes. And it's never just that. Yeah. It's just, it was really interesting to see two unedited, no music cameras on normal discussion between the two of them and especially Angelie being so much more warm than the show will allow her to be edited mm-hmm. on the flip side of that brenda's trying to secret herself into edginess <laughs> she feels a sense of peace in her heart <laughs> the edgiest thing is peace <laughs> and then we get this shot of concerned alasia in the bathroom panning back through a darkened bedroom to make her look so small and alone. <laughs> and the unintended consequence of that is that we see something that the girls have hung on the wall. 
which has the head of Mr. J and a Frankenstein body. <laughs> like they're attempting to build a nice Mr. J and breathe life into it. I want to imagine they throw darts at this thing. <laughs> I wish we got more shots cycle by cycle of what people hung up on their walls. Agree. <laughs> it always feels like a treasure trove. At panel, we now have loose pantsuit, a harem pantsuit. At least it seemed comfy. Yeah. The <laughs> yeah. color was nice. Mm-hmm. And hey, all the contestants, the way they're dressing, it's much better collectively. <laughs> In summary, when you add it all together and divide by seven, <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> the guest is Anne Choquette. You girls had a photo shoot for CoverGirl in a subway car as it was moving. So the girls had to embody all different types of feisty New York girls. Was CoverGirl pushing feisty onto them? Yes, seriously. Raina is first. Um, I, I think it's pretty boring. Yeah, it's not terrible, but she just looks bored. She looks like she could be anywhere. I think it looks like a lipstick ad. Yeah. That's definitely the focus to me. It is a, as I'm going to point out, an eyeshadow ad. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm partly saying that as a critique. <laughs> yeah, it's not It's not her best. There's something kind of unactivated about it. Yes. It, this picture could be anywhere. Yeah. I will mm-hmm. say there's a level of photoshoppiness on a lot of these oh. that makes it feel like some of them were in front of a green screen, even though we fully saw that they weren't. <laughs> Did you have to be on the subway? Especially moving. Mm. <laughs> so I feel like of the three of us, I have the highest level enjoyment of Andre Taliesin's. Yeah. But he says of Reyna that he thinks she evokes an ice-capped volcano. And that is hot, hot <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> Ironically, considering the volcano. <laughs> Sometimes I do feel like Andre Leon Talley just says things. Let's the mouth go. I do think there is a certain pressure for him to do that. Like, you know, they named the episode Drekitude. You got to give us at least one every episode, Andre. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's fine. It's boring. It's a boring photo. Mm-hmm. Krista is next. Nigel says that Krista gave herself a role to play. And I'm going to argue <laughs> she absolutely did not. The show did. And she just tried to do that. She looks gorgeous in this photo, though. I, yes, I think it's very cover girl, mm-hmm. but I also mm-hmm. think that means she's a little deadish in the eyes. Yeah, I think that's, I'm putting that down to the extreme and unnecessary photoshoppy quality of this. Yeah, maybe. I'm yeah. not saying, because I think she looks pretty gorgeous. Once again, not an eyeshadow ad. That's on the fault of the makeup. Yes. But, and this outfit is even crazier when it's on the <laughs> side. Yeah, I just... I don't like to get so bogged down by the styling of things and make that the entire way I'm judging something, but it's just such a silly outfit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all CoverGirl ads always have a weirdness to them. And I think it actually, for someone like Krista, who's got such great skin, when they also apply the CoverGirl glaminator blast away everythingness. Like, if, like you can hear her cheek going, Bink! it makes her look like a robot. Yeah, real mannequin energy. Yeah. But I but think Jess, she looks beautiful. She yeah, a she looks, face. yeah, she looks great. Jessica is next. And before we talk about her photo, mm-hmm. we have to talk about this shoe drama. And I'm going to say the shoes are fine. 
they're a, they're a choice. I mean, in a season of Alicia's bathing suit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I just think that to categorize this, as they will say multiple times later, as her being combative, is a strong exaggeration of what we see. Because she seems to just disagree with them and say, oh, I thought they looked pretty good. I mean, you're kidding. The tone of you're kidding me, right? You're kidding me, right? Not the right tack to take. Right. I agree with that. Sure. I think, you know, if she had said like, oh, no, instead, none of this would have happened. Sure. Maybe. I just think that I think she's as shocked as I was at them going so hard. I think she's worthy thinking, oh, they're going to love them. And we've talked about in the past that the panelists said, hey, there's a way to say it, but if you can also make it cute. And we've disagreed with that in the past. That, like, yes. you should be able to just have an honest conversation. I think that's what she was, like, truly like. Oh, yeah. I I don't disagree with any of what you're saying. I'm just saying, like, in the silliness of the show. Sure. If she had just been like, oh, no. I think this would it's not have gone anywhere. weird that they didn't mention that she won the challenge. Well, maybe they feel weird about doing it because this photo is so very bad. <sighs> I don't even think. I mean. Like I said, the outfit is exactly on point. Her face is just vacant. Yeah. There's something weird going on, it feels like, too, with the left side of her chest that they like. Photoshopped a boob out? Yeah. Or at least a nip, yeah. Hey, JW, height of fashion are tiny gloves. How do we feel about these mittens? I was literally just about to say I like the gloves. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you so much. (laughs) I do think that in some ways she did capture the energy of this person, which I think Nigel does say. Mm-hmm. Because I will say, more difficult brief, because I don't think Cover Girl's normally going to be like party girl in this way. Bottle girl. Yeah. It's just really interesting to see from her, because as we've said before, Jessica's superpower is enthusiasm. Yeah, she looks just And that coupled with the way that she looks, her particular kind of beauty, Mm -hmm. has enabled her to get away with a lot of stuff. And it feels like for the panel, if you take that enthusiasm away, both in front of them and in the photo... They really hate it. She's got a problem. She suddenly has a really big problem. Mm -hmm. Why is her hair stringy in this photo, too? This is not what Jessica... That's what club goers do. (laughs) You sweat it out on the dance floor. <laughs> yeah, she's on the way home, to be clear. Yeah, this is 3 yes. a.m. <laughs> Brenda is... <laughs> we can't even talk about it normally. <laughs> Brenda is next. I literally just... Yikes. Yikes. Yikes, yikes. I have a problem with this whole concept. The fact that her headband is not even fully on her head. They didn't even Photoshop it. With all the photoshopping they did, they couldn't just color in hair. hair. A little re- or a little red from the headband. And this hold on, this tiny brooch of like a school crest, I guess. And this this little dicky of a tie. Oh my god. And, but coupled with her expression (laughs) the tensest (laughs) mouth we've ever seen Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i really cannot with this oh my god i I am a 
just feel bad looking at this photo. Like somewhere Brenda's like, don't look at this. Don't look at it. This other one. <laughs> Remember my couture shoot from many moons ago? Look at that. Yeah. Her eyebrows have never looked thinner. And they usually do something to them, I feel like, with the makeup. And they just decided not to. The fabric of this shirts they have her in but it really looks like she's just saying uh. <laughs> uh. someone walked on the subway she didn't like the look of in this photo <laughs> it's like the mariachi band walked on. <laughs> yeah. showtime has begun and red has uh. said oh i could have gotten off on this stop and walk <sighs> she's on the oh she's on the two between 110th and 96 <laughs> where you have to go under the under the park and it's just that long, long stretch. <laughs> oh, God. Horrible. Alicia's next. I think she looks pretty. Her face looks pretty gorgeous. Yeah, I agree. I want to say two things. One, I am shocked and quite frankly appalled that they did not compliment Alicia's in-person outfit. Agreed. Agreed. Alicia has been on such a dreckitude journey of slowly but surely figuring out how to dress and this how was not the... wear uggs yeah yes. and this was the week where they had a challenge about dressing mm -hmm. and she wore pieces from that right in front of Anne. Mm -hmm. and they said i mean maybe it got edited out but they didn't say anything about it nope she has gone from silver bathing suit to looking quite nice and, and and then, yeah, with the picture, look, the picture's like kind of nothing, but I think she looks pretty in it. It's also just the outfit is nothing. She's literally wearing a plain white t-shirt. With a right. shell necklace for some reason. And I think her face looks, like you said, Alexander, pretty gorgeous. I think yeah. it's the, it's a very CoverGirl shot. Yes. Honestly, it is. It just would be tighter. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. all of these are not CoverGirl because they are waist high. Which has never been CoverGirl's thing. And maybe it's just the internet version of this I'm looking at, but it feels like, did they put CoverGirl at the top of each of these? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that in the show, but that is funny just to put that on top of it like it's a magazine. But yeah, I think... <laughs> not a bad photo. It's not a bad no. photo. And they really seem to dislike it. Well, and then it's all, you're supposed to be a dancer. Why aren't you dancing like no one's watching? On the moving tray. A new storyline. <laughs> Even more storylines for Alicia. But also, like, let's forget the two excellent photos she took that didn't have anything to do with dance. One of which was number one photo of the week. That we didn't even see. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't think she brought dance to the vampire photo shoot. No. no. Do you think this shell keeps her secrets? <laughs> no, it keeps the Little Mermaid's voice. <laughs> Ansley is next. And we talked about her hair at the challenge, but it's her hair at panel? Only gotten bigger. And this outfit in panel? The Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards. <laughs> I also, I hate this photo. Oh, do you? I thought it was better. I think it's better than I thought it was going to be. I do actually think it's better than I thought it was going to be. But the outfit is such pure insanity. I think the outfit might actually be worse than Brenda's. I agree. Those colors. The fabric joint. Oh. The random half bangle on her wrist. Yeah. Why we see the uh, why we see the gap in the bangle is bananas. I think her face why? looks pretty good. 
does yeah. I actually think it's one of her best faces weirdly yeah. I think she's learning how to really make her face look great on camera why does top model think this is what artists look like why does top model think that artists just love clashing colors and patterns together free spirit <laughs> is that a vape pen around her neck <laughs> it are you just like, happy to see me like light gels that have been rolled up sure. i know i see that nigel too. says her expression is a smirk and he thinks that says artists <laughs> artists are constantly smirking at nigel barker now did i need the little hair twist absolutely I hate not ha- <laughs> i hate the hair twist i hate it so much do i think that maybe that's what she has to do constantly to keep her hair from exploding yes yes <laughs> <laughs> diffusing it <laughs> We're almost done. Ten more frames. And as soon as it's done, boop. <laughs> Alexandra is next. And for an episode I, oh where she God. is erased, this is Y'all. one of the best so far. And Y'all. Mr. J tells her how badly she did. Y'all. And then we get this stunning photograph. In this ugly NYC three bucks, two bags outfit. Can I just tell you that I literally was about to say private panel i literally forgot that's how much they've erased alexandra to me though that i literally forgot that we had to talk about her but all of what you're saying is true she pulls off a cream colored beret Beret. this does lead to a little bit of the leaning back is her thing theory because now i'm like okay a pattern is emerging but it does that's something that actually happens on a moving subway yeah she looks like she's she's the only person that looks like she's on a subway so far. Yeah. 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 That feel of like there's a feeling of movement in mm-hmm. her photo that has not been in pretty much anyone so far. Well, anyone who isn't holding anything, I don't. I think doesn't look like they're on a subway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, it's a gorgeous picture. I'm just saying. I did find it funny, and I will be interested to see if future pictures also have a lean backness to them. Yeah. And finally. Angeli. Wow. I remembered this photo. Like Just... I I saw that this episode was coming up and my brain activated that picture in my mind and it is it is that good. This is just so good. And you know what? Impossibly. It does feel like with the attitude that this is portraying that it is modern cover girl. Yes. Yes. On top of everything else, it actually also looks like elevated cover girl. Mm-hmm. And it's just, oh, I feel like I'm become, I, I want to become Andre Leon Talley. I want to be like, I want to know her. Mm-hmm. I want to talk to her. I want to invite her to my salon. Like, I just, yeah. this is so great. I have a problem, though, with the judging of this because they make a point of saying some people look not good with this look away and some people but literally almost everyone has done this exact thing they like make this big deal like angelie and then you looked away and i'm like literally like i want to say 80 percent of them were looking away i don't know i just feel like she she did that thing that tyra demonstrates all the time Mm. she actually did it and it looks so good and it's just so nice it's so nice to see her get unqualified praise yeah from the judges from a a panel that has not liked her and then on top of it (laughs) We get Andre Leon Talley going way out on a limb and saying, I also hear that you're very, very wonderful 
in your personal life. And then, and I'm calling editing shenanigans right now, the people who react are Alexandra and Brenda. Mm-hmm. Raina and Jessica, poker face. And yeah. But then later, they frame it with just Brenda, Jessica, and Raina to make you forget as a viewer that Alexandra was truly the one that was like mouthing. What? what? As she does, she mouths the whole word. And Angelie handles the moment perfectly. She really yeah. does. She does. Oh, mm-hmm. I got haters. Now, I want to know what the hell Andre Leon Talley was referencing or saying, though. Maybe the crew likes her. Maybe. Also, as we've seen before and we'll see again, she and Krista have the most delightful relationship that we've seen on Top Model in a very long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know we've talked about Tyra moving away from the bits oh. to go to private panel. <laughs> well, she took the shuttle right back to them, apparently. <laughs> That's where the S train left. <laughs> this makes me think Tyra has never been on a subway before. Because when she says, and when I call you back, I'll announce which of you's subway stop is now approaching. I as wish she'd robot. gone all the way and gone, bing bong. Bing bong. <laughs> <laughs> if only Miss J had been there. Well, that's what I'm wondering. Maybe the going away from the bits is she doesn't have Miss J to save her when she doesn't have one ready. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's got no one who's got a yes end of this. Private panel. They keep so much on Jessica during this private panel. (laughs) Though I did kind of enjoy Tyra's impression of her. Or Tyra's impression of club going groups of friends <laughs> i like the idea that tyra that tyra doesn't ever fully know what a group of friends is like though so it's always this like half impression <laughs> i don't think tyra ever hangs out with more than one friend at a time oh That's no big big energy big uh, possibility of stealing attention away from tyra and we do get from andre leontelli apparently he and angelie agree about this fake confidence <laughs> Yeah, how is Angelie watching Private Panel and doing it in confessionals? Anne Choquette reads Brenda as thoroughly as Angelie did. Mm. When she calls her blank. I don't see a lot of spark in her. She is not going to add one single thing to a photo. You don't hear a lot of Choquette reads either. So it's mm. particularly devastating. I am surprised she said spark and not sparkle. Feels off brand. <laughs> and then even in private panel, we move so quickly through Alexandra. They mention her and move on. I don't think they would have if it wasn't for Anne, who's like, give me this face so I can sell teen girls some makeup. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Andre says he has cauldrons of love for Elasia, which. I loved, I loved that. <laughs> He's brewing up a love potion and it's just for Elasia. And then proving that Tyra has never been on a subway, at least the MTA before, the rocking that she does <laughs> to imitate a subway train is final destination levels of how a subway train moves. And they, like always, edit and write out of that <laughs> she wasn't there she was at crafty are <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all are gonna do a bit well, i'm gonna get some Ooh. cream cheese <laughs> i'm gonna get a cheese stick not a string cheese a cheese stick <laughs> i have a microwave i can do that now i do think though we we, we first of all 
another good Anchoquette moment is that Anchoquette actually knows some French. Because she actually says, et moi. Like, and Tyra, you can see Tyra be like, ah, oh, darn it. <laughs> Does everyone know French but me? And I do think that Tyra is somewhat, even though I like the picture more than the panel seems to, I think that she is right about Alicia. Because you've correctly surmised, Hannah, that Alicia gave herself the, I'm the one to learn. I'm being taught. I'm mm-hmm. teachable. And Tyra is giving her that narrative of, but is she getting it quickly enough to win this? And I do think that's generally Alicia's journey on this show. I she agree. Has a lot and when you're, when you're starting from no knowledge, there right. is a concern of, are you going to pick this up quickly yeah. enough, no matter how hard you're working? When you're starting it. from butt f- f- face on the camera. <laughs> <laughs> There's some work, potentially. Call-out order. Angelie is first. Correct. Yeah. Oh, of course. What a relief. They even said it during panel. There was no, they're like, this is the best photo. Maybe one of the best ever in top model. And I do love her reaction of, ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Now, Angelie didn't get told to, that's not how we walk on a, next time you walk on a runway, don't do that. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Alasia doesn't get to be fun. No. No. Then Krista. Sure. Yeah. I would have given it to Alexandra personally. Yes. Agreed. But... Yeah. Then Raina. How? Too high. They Too did high. like it more than we did, though. But especially over Alexandra. Yeah. Because wow. Alexandra's fourth. Then Ansley, which, okay. Who that seems like the right I'm place. sorry. I'm going to say it one more time. Look, <laughs> when she's standing next to all the other models, even crazier. <laughs> You know how when your hair is doing stuff like that, sometimes you can... St- like, I used to stick pencils in my hair because yeah. it was very thick. I wish she had just tired, put the picture right in their hair. And, like, <laughs> and it just stuck, like, yeah. at a wedding table. <laughs> and then Jessica. Can you walk in those things? Yes, I can. I You've did already it already. you do so. Fed up. Fed up. She gets a full speech. I do want to know your read on this, though, guys, because it... You know, it's been a rough, bad episode for Jessica, but it does, this whole shoe thing, it does just feel like they're like almost, they're just picking on her to me. It feels like they're fed up for other reasons that they can't talk about for some reason, so they focused on the shoes. Yeah, it feels like this is fine, this works because we've seen such shitty footage of Jessica, but it makes me feel- so you're ready to see her get knocked down a peg? But if you think about what's actually happening... Yeah, it makes me feel like the footage was shown to make this moment feel earned. Yeah. It was just odd because I'm like, at the end of the day, they're just a pair of heels. If you're rightfully upset over her shitty behavior, Mm -hmm. tell her that. Because we've seen Tyra get notes about things that are happening in the house before. Yeah. Yeah. So don't turn it into something that doesn't matter when you could actually be calling her out on something terrible rather than legitimate combative and unattractive about the shoes Mm -hmm. which leaves alasia versus brenda alasia who doesn't deserve to be there it's almost hard though because i don't have a photo that's as bad as brenda's so it's almost it feels like brenda should just be in the bottom two by herself (laughs) yeah i agree Brenda is a girl that got a haircut. Alasia is a girl that embraced dancing. This summary of, Brenda, you stand before me, a girl who got a haircut. Alasia, a girl who embraced dancing. The classic choice. (laughs) Honestly, though, I would wear a branded, a girl that got a haircut (laughs) t-shirt. But also, Tyra calls her a team girl, fighter. 
team girl. She yeah. knows about team needs each other or whatever. And then, <laughs> then Alasia has the gift of dance. And it almost sounds like she says the gif of dance. Which you threw out the one thing that we said was your gift and your talent to get a stellar photo. You have nothing else, Alasia, just your gift of dance. And speaking of gifts. <laughs> Who knew that this cycle was one that gave us so many notable America's Next Top Model used all the time GIFs? Because we're about to get a GIF from Alasia when she is saved and her picture is called that people use that I don't even think they know is from Top Model. No. I will also, a little peek behind the Podleatum curtain, in our group text, the number one most used ANTM <laughs> GIF. It feels like it's the top model GIF. The, the gift of this GIF continues. Mm. Because keeps on GIFing. Keeps on GIFing. When <laughs> she does her pump fist, like ramping herself up, fist pump. Full crying, though. Full crying. <laughs> when Tyra says, oh my god, you move like a butterfly. What? <laughs> Who knew? Then Brenda goes out. Hating on Angeli and spending yep. and wasting her her voice talking about another contestant, which is and never also a good look. A huge bouquet of flowers. Yeah, remember we mentioned earlier they got flowers. Was Brenda just spending her per diem on bouquets of flowers for herself? Because I mean, I love that. It. As a, I, I love that energy of like y'all need food, I need bouquets. <laughs> There'll always be milk and whipped cream in that fridge. <laughs> Um, have y'all been watching to the end of the next time ons? Yes, sometimes. Because you think previously is are getting casual. <laughs> Let me tell you about this next time on. The day of the photo shoot, Alasia, she gets left behind. <laughs> Not even what happens. <laughs> oh. This okay, so we have a double, double, double. Mm. Where are they now? Because I'm gonna do Brenda, and this was the last episode of Top Model featuring Whisper Goddess and Choquette. So I'm gonna do a Where Are They Now? Bye, ladies. <laughs> oh, Brenda first, Brenda Aaron's, and now Brenda Aaron's Gutierrez. <laughs> Brenda's an interesting update because there's both not a lot on her, but also she's one of the few contestants that I can find her current modeling agency's like oh. full profile. Oh. So her Instagram bio reads mother of two angels, best friend, model, and instructor. I didn't huh? figure out what that meant. Love, loyalty, fashion, wine, and food. Live, laugh, love. <laughs> <laughs> ANTM Cycle 14, Paige Parks, which is the name of her her uh, agency, and then Bel Air ER. Um, and then I found it even allowed me to download her comp card. Wow. Oh. Like, and she looks the same. I'll say that she grew that hair right back out. Yeah. And she still goes by that. Her eyebrows are much thicker now. So she she has figured out those eyebrows, I feel. And I gotta say, she has some pretty gorgeous photos. I mean, not that. I think we all thought that she also had some on her time as the show as well. But I was very impressed by some of her current modeling shots. Mm. And the agency is in Texas, I should mention specifically. So that's very much where she's, you know, uh, what's the word for it? Where she's her home base. Where so she's to based, speak. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Base. That's the word I was trying to think of. But yeah, 
So, and she's still red. She must be, not that the, this is like stupid, but she has the kind of red hair that I don't always know is natural, but she still is redheaded in all of her photos. So that must be her natural hair color, but that's a very bribe, vibrant red. Yeah. Mm. And then Anne Choquette. Now she did in total, and I honestly couldn't believe this. But 23 episodes, mm-hmm. which I guess makes sense, but it's also a lot. It was from cycle seven to, to now to four. Yeah. That's like two full cycles. Yeah. And she also got some special thanks credits along the way, which I assume is when product was donated or maybe a 17 mm-hmm. yeah. prize was happening. I want to read something from her official website, which is anchocat.com. It is my mission to help women and the next generation of leaders see their potential and step into their power at work, in relationships, and in their lives. I was editor-in-chief of legendary young women's brand 17 for the better part of a decade. An entire generation grew up and into their power with me. And I also found a a side note that while she was editor-in-chief, 17 for the first time hit number one in every conceivable magazine metric. Oh, wow. So that's why she stayed Hell editor-in-chief. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the author of The Big Life, a book that J.W. Crump has. She <laughs> says that. A guide for ambitious <laughs> young women who are changing what it means to be powerful and successful in the world for everyone. Its message of building a life on your own terms is connected to women of all ages and stages. Most recently, I built a high-profile media and events platform, New Power Media, creating communities of men and women who are devoted to helping each other achieve and succeed. She's also been a TED speaker, a speaker at South by Southwest, Microsoft, and Facebook. Um, and she was a consultant and contributor for Good Morning America. And her last thing in her bio, I skipped some stuff, but her last thing is in parentheticals. And I had a blast as a guest judge for four seasons <laughs> of America's Next Top Model. She, like, knows, she like has to mention it. Yeah. That feels very uh, indicative of how we thought she felt about Top Model. Yeah. So let's talk about Brenda, maybe then a little in Cat Love. Yeah. Brenda, Brenda was both, for most of the season, wasn't as bad as I remembered. She was annoying. But, like, wasn't as bad. It was really this last last couple episodes where I was like, sure, this is what we remember about Brenda. Brenda should have gone home earlier. Yeah. Both, I think. For her sake? Due to her performance. <laughs> In the competition and uh, for her public profile. <laughs> yeah. I think that, I don't know. I, I think that her early photos were pretty good. I think that our analysis of her on another episode where it just felt like she somehow wasn't built for top model. Yeah. The way other contestants were was our probably most accurate read of her time on the show. There was something about Brenda that everything put together just didn't feel like she was ready or should have been a contestant at all on the show. She feels very much like the first like super fan of the show who Mm -hmm. got selected as the fan to be on the show. Fans versus alumni or that kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah. And man, she's one of those folks that just, she didn't have a lot of redeeming fun moments no like a lot of the contestants that have some bad moments also often are on the show long enough that or if they're on the show as long as brenda was get counteracted with some good moments some funny moments some good quotes some goofball things brenda just never got that she never had that brenda's was best when she was just kind of invisible and there 
in a weird way. I feel like she soured on the experience really quickly. And that was the energy that she sort of then brought to everything was sort of a sourness. I am happy that it seems like she's still successfully pursuing modeling. because She was does... very plausible. She really Just, is. She's very beautiful. She had some good photos. And uh, that was something I did not remember about her. Mm-hmm. But there were yes. a couple of real, real stunners in there. To talk about someone more enjoyable. <sighs> what a journey we've gone on with Anne Choquette. I feel like Anne Choquette did learn something from Top Model. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Anne Choquette we met the first time could have done a TED Talk. Because you couldn't hear her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I just feel like Anne Choquette was an adult on the set sometimes when we really needed one and also always a relief to have someone who really felt like they were on the side of the contestants who was also in a position above them finding out that a lot of what is her for lack of a better word whole deal is empowering the women the female leaders of tomorrow Mm -hmm. really lines up with what we saw on the show yeah Mm -hmm. And and i think any missteps that Anne had seemed more of of the time than an Anne problem. Like, comparatively, a Tusa Rubenstein. She <laughs> has real double down in her life in a way that I was shocked to learn. Yeah, there's a TikTok, y'all, that is mm-hmm. <laughs> telling. Um, but <laughs> I just, and I also appreciated that Anne Choquette is she, in some ways, for the as the pod leadness of it all, yeah, she's the best kind of person because I feel okay picking on Anne because I feel like Anne would pick on Anne. Yes, <laughs> Anne does not take herself too seriously. No, the no. fact that she uses that her own gif of herself going, "Hey, it's <laughs> it's just it's the funniest thing to me, and I'll I'll miss her. Pr- I mean, I love that we're going to get Bocatalia. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be interested to see how that changes up the shows for the upcoming cycles. But there's something I, I, I'm going to miss. I'm going to miss our one or two Anne Choquette episodes per cycle. Yeah. We'll miss you, Anne. Bye, lady. Bye. And if you're going to miss Anne, you should rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love hearing from you, your hot takes, your iced tea. And I think when this episode is published... I think Spotify is going to start letting you rate and review too. So if you're a Spotify listener, which I oh, know cool. 40, 43% of our listeners are, <laughs> you get to join Pod, into the math. <laughs> you don't have to go to Podchaser and leave a review there. You can just do it right there. You still could. You can. You, you know what? Do it everywhere you can. But now you can just do it easily on Spotify, I think. If not I this episode, why definitely. I didn't not. have reviews. I think that because they weren't really in the podcast game, they have this year have really doubled down on not getting into podcasts. Yeah, but if you're if you're a Spotify listener, uh, you're probably already following. And if that is true by now, it, and if it's not, it probably will be in the future. We got a message from Spotify yeah. about it. So yeah, we would we would love it. We we love the reviews that we get on iTunes, <sighs> especially when you cram it chock full of references to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you can also reach out to us at podleadum.com or send something to our PO box at uh, also the address is on podleadum.com. You can find me anywhere at Yet Charming. Come say hi to me on Instagram. And I'm so sorry to interrupt our normal rhythm, but I just wanted to say very quickly that I've been going through some stuff recently. And a lot of y'all have been so sweet 
uh, reaching out to me on Instagram. And I just want to say, I really, every time I get a message like that from one of y'all, I tell everybody we have the best fans all the time. And it's absolutely true. So thank you so much for everybody who reached out. And where can they reach out to you on Instagram? At Hannah Jean Ginsburg. <laughs> and I'm on Twitter at JW Crump. And be sure to use the hashtag podleadum anytime you do, because as you can tell, we get sidelined and forget what we're supposed to do next <laughs> a lot here on Podleadum. <laughs> Hashtags help. <laughs> so for Podleadum, I have been Alexander Price. I'll be Hannah Jean Ginsburg. And I'm JW Crump. And we'll see you on top. Podleadum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10x10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. 